This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. Hope you guys had an amazing long weekend. I know I reset everything. Yep. I am good. I'm ready to go. I'm fresh. It was a nice uh, four-day holiday. Two days plus two days weekend. And I'm ready. I'm fresh to give you all the news that's happening in the tech world. Omnia, mm. give it to them. Yes, indeed. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> We've got lots and lots to share with you, especially when it comes to tech news happening right here in the UAE because best news that we could start this new UAE national year with is the fact that all medical records right here in the UAE have been unified on a single database. So wherever you go, if you were, let's say, following up with a doctor in the Emirate of Abu Dhabi and you decided to move to Sharjah, all of your medical records will move with you very seamlessly. How is that going to be happening and what database is in place? We're going to be sharing all those details with you in just a few moments. Yes, and 3D printing has hit the headlines once again as a 3D printed green villa in Sharjah has cut building and maintenance costs. And we're going to be getting into that in just a few. We do know 3D printing has been booming in the past couple of years, but now we're looking at building houses. Yes, indeed. And I'm very excited to actually discuss the research behind these villas and these houses and what scientists have found out when it comes to the benefits of 3D printing. But in the world of apps, we've got lots to share with you as we discuss Dr. Google, because every single day, a lot of us go ahead to Google to ask him or ask it about different questions, symptoms that we may be feeling just to kind of get a clarification on what disease or what symptoms are we feeling but now google is going to be giving us a lot better search features to actually find the right doctor instead of asking dr google for the answers yes and ladies and gentlemen we're also talking about the uae based drone delivery service that has broke two guinness world records ladies and gentlemen drones have mm. been the talk topic of uh, you know the past couple of days and i'm really excited to see what kind of delivery service drones will be doing so do keep pulse 95 locked because we're going to be telling you guys all about that in just a bit so we're going to give you four or five seconds by rihanna <laughs> i don't even know what that means four or five seconds 45 seconds <laughs> what does that mean you're trying to decipher the song exactly Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the UAE launching Ra'ayati National Medical Record Database. Now, what does that mean? Hmm. That means that all records of your me- of all of your medical records in the UAE will be on a national database. So if you go to a hospital in Sharjah, then you have to go to Abu Dhabi because you're there and you're feeling sick. Well, Abu Dhabi hospitals will now know what Sharjah hospitals have prescribed to you, what symptoms you had in the past. So it's unifying all hospitals across the UAE. And I'm very excited about how we can prosper and go future uh, go 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 into this in the future as well we are we are basically living in the future right here in the uae because i'm not sure about you honey but i think one of the most annoying things that anyone could possibly go through is to go to a doctor and have to go through your entire medical history with that doctor because he is not your primer 
you know, primary practitioner. It's not the person you've always gone to, but you kind of want to go to because you want to explore a second opinion or because you're just not in the same uh, emirate that you were, you once yeah. were in. So with this new database, everything is interconnected. We're talking about world-class healthcare system being implemented right here in the UAE. The Ministry of Health and Prevention has joined forces with the Department of Health in Abu Dhabi, Emirates Health Services, and Dubai Health Authority to create the Riyayati platform that is going to be launching very, very soon. Yes, now the resource will initially be linked to Warid, which is the Emirates Health Services Electronic Medical Records resource in Dubai and the Northern Emirates. And uh, Nebdi, which is, uh, I do believe, is the Dubai Health Authority's health information network. So they're connecting all medical networks in the UAE together under Riyayati. Uh, uh, yeah. And uh, the unifying of medical records from across the Emirates is intended to improve patient care and make services more response and efficient. Now, ladies and gentlemen, just like Omnia did mention, second opinion. Let's say I go to Dr. A and, you know, it's okay to not, you know, it's okay to take believe what Dr. A thinks. At the end yeah. of the day, he's a medical professional. He has an opinion and his own insight on this and you want a second opinion. So instead of going to Dr. B and explaining everything to Dr. B, doctor can just go into the medical records and see all of your symptoms, see what was prescribed to you in the past, see what worked and what didn't with you, and thus cutting a lot of time down. And also, this is really good for people who unfortunately abuse the medical system. What Mm -hmm. they would do is go to different doctors and get prescribed different things and, you know, self-medicate themselves. I know a lot of I know a lot of situations where, uh, for example, controlled medications um, would be prescribed. You have to get it prescribed from a doctor. Like narcotics or yeah, strong you know, painkillers. Painkillers, so yeah. So I would go, or not me in general, like if I, w- if I was going to abuse it, person A would go to doctor A and say, hey, doctor, I'm suffering one, two, three. Can mm. you prescribe it? Sure, why not? Prescribes it. Then he goes to another doctor and another doctor. So he st- car- keeps getting it prescribed to him when he should only get prescribed one medication at a time. So this will reduce a lot of abuse when it does come to the abuse of medical, uh, you know, uh, supplies. Absolutely. And the second phase of this launch is actually what is known as the Malefi uh, system that is going to be launched right here in the UAE. It's actually been already launched in a lot of hospitals, but we're still waiting on every hospital to get access to this new database. So what it is basically, it's like an information exchange platform. It's one of the world's fastest growing healthcare information exchange systems. And what it does is basically give doctors access to hundreds of thousands of patient files. So we're talking about improving efficiency in areas like prescription, in areas like diagnosis. So Dr. A, let's say that you've gone to the first time and you decided to go to Dr. B for second opinion, Dr. B can have a detailed view of what diagnosis did Dr. A give you. Because a lot of the times people can get diagnosed by the first doctor. They may know the, you know, the overall name of the disease that they got diagnosed with, but they don't know the details. They don't know, they can't memorize everything that the doctor said to them. So now the second doctor you go to has full details of everything that you have been diagnosed in. Patients as well will be able to use the e-portal for the unified health record. So 
if you want to go ahead and maybe seek, uh, you know, uh, the advice of a healthcare practitioner outside the country, you will also be able to get access to all of the medical records in all hospitals across the UAE. But you just have to be aware to which is the last hospital you visited and they can extract all the information seamlessly. Yes, and doctors would be more wary when, you know, diagnosing patients because they do- they now do know that they would have to send that yep. to the UAE medical base and it's going to be, you know, obviously underlooked by the UAE government. So, you know, if they they will think 10 times more than they would in the past because now there is someone that might hold them accountable for their diagnosis. A great initiative by the UAE once again. No leaf unturned. We are taking a short break. But when we come back, we're talking all about 3D printing. But don't call the police because this is all okay. Printing house is not illegal. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Sharjah has been a pioneer for 3D printing, 3D printing buildings, metal, construction items, you name it. We have already been doing this for quite some time now, but... Did you know that the benefits of 3D printing are only increasing by the day? Because research studies actually show that apart from being more sustainable and apart from speeding up the time of construction, research actually shows that 3D printing is also reducing construction shows, uh, construction uh, costs. And this is great news, especially for projects when we need to build more houses in a very sustainable manner but paying the least amount of money because especially i feel like in underdeveloped countries this would come in handy because then we that means we can help the largest amount of people in the most minimal equipment and most minimal costs uh, out there now the greenhouse that we're talking about today is a 3d printed villa that is made in sharjah that has actually become the middle east's first fully functioning 3d printed villa and it actually was done with the help of a robot, believe it or not. It started The construction process started in December of 2020, and it used the help of a 1 million dirham robot that is now building thousands of these houses. Yes, now uh, this house is made of sustainable, eco-friendly cement, and it was almost built in just two weeks. Now, a study in the Journal of Sustainability has shown that the way it was constructed not only saved time, but also did offer environmental benefits which we do know is the number one priority because of climate change and we do need to reduce our waste and our carbon emissions now the american university of sharjah and the university of sharjah scientists there have found that constructing the 3d printed house did create a little more than half of the carbon emissions from building a conventional one and there were advantages in many other environmental parameters as well And that did include the amount of particulate matter that was formed during the construction and even how much water was used. And by the way, particulate matter of different sizes is mainly responsible for pollution on construction sites. So when we delete that from the equation, Mm -hmm. we are looking at a more environmentally friendly and a more sustainable way of building houses. And not only that, we're looking at cheaper housing and this robot costs only 1 million dirhams and you can build a house in two weeks. So in about a month, you can build two houses mm-hmm. and that is from one robot only. And not only that, for construction com- companies, we're looking at much more, you know, 
easier and, 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 and better ways instead of paying for labor laws, paying for labor, for medical insurance, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And these robots don't get tired. You don't have to give them a break from 4 to 6 p.m. They can just keep <laughs> going on and on and on and on and on. And all you have to do is plug them in. Yep, that's exactly what these robots are capable of doing. But let's talk a little bit about why. Why is 3D printing more cost efficient? Why is it more sustainable to the environment? Well, the process of building a house by using 3D printing kind of cuts down on the material that is used because all you have to do is have a designer, an interior designer, an architect, a researcher, basically plot down what they want the house to look like. And the machine or the robot can automatically tell you exactly how much material will be needed to build this house. So no extra material will be bought, which basically means we're being more sustainable and we're cutting down on costs. The study that was actually done on the first 3D printed villa right here in the heart of Sharjah actually showed that the building by using 3D printing produced about 608 kilograms of kilograms of carbon dioxide. Mm-hmm. Now, if we compare that to the conventional ways of building homes, we're talking about using 1,154 kilograms. That is way more than 50% of CO2 cut down by simply using a machine. Let's talk a little bit about water consumption because mm-hmm. by using 3D printing, water consumption was down to 183 cubic meters. When we look at standard techniques for building homes, they're using at least 233 cubic meters on an average house. So this actually goes to show that we're also cutting down on the water that is being used as well as the thermal heat that is used. So less energy, thus electricity, less consumption. Many benefits have emerged from using 3D printing, but we want to hear from all of you. 4215. If you had a chance to live in a 3D printed villa, would you take the offer or would you rather live in an ordinary home? I personally mm. would take the offer. Me too. If it's for free, <laughs> I'd live in a shack if it was for free. Let us know your guys' thoughts. 4215, do it at Let us know, would you live in a greenhouse made by a robot? Sustainability, 3D printed. How efficient would it be to you? I personally would go in there and live there. Omnia. Oh, 100%. No doubt about it. I feel like just a couple of years down the line, every house will be 3D printed. Oh, I like the assumption. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to know your assumption. We are taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about drone delivery right here in the UAE. Check this out. Check this out. Oh, 95. Check this out, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking all about drones, believe it or not. <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, when you hear the word drones, the number one thing you think of is crazy videography and photography. You never think about it delivering you goods. Well, ladies and gentlemen, today we're talking about how a UAE-based drone delivery service has broke not one, but two Guinness World Records. Now, Barq EV, which was established by three Middle East entrepreneurs, do expect to launch its full drone delivery service early next year. And now we're going to be telling you guys all about how this company broke a Guinness, not not a, (laughs) broke two Guinness World Records. Yes, indeed. I feel like this weekend has been just jam-packed with world records being broken, drone light shows, endless fireworks to celebrate the UAE National Day. So it's definitely been one exciting weekend to be living right here in the UAE through. But 
Going back to the drone delivery service, it actually was able to accomplish the longest flight of a drone for a delivery service by covering 13.584 kilometers. And that is the longest non-stop return flight for a drone at 18.065 kilometers. So the previous record that they were actually able to beat was one that was done in China, in more specifically in Shanghai. Uh, the drone was actually able to cover about 16 kilometers, 16,000 kilometers to be more specific, on the 12th of September back in 2019. Fast forward to 2021, UAE Barq was able to hit that drone, hit that drone uh, world record and accomplish a brand new one. Now, this achievement actually goes to show how amazing is the technical infrastructure right here in the UAE, because not only is it allowing for such a record to be broken, but it's also giving us all the capabilities to be able to do so. So the launch path for startups happening right here in the UAE has actually been the biggest push to allow such a world record to be broken. And the founders of Barq EV, which who are Ahmed Al Mazrui and Abdullah Abu Sheikh, are extremely proud for them to be able to launch and accomplish such a world record in record time. <laughs> I like how we're talking <laughs> about time and records because Omnia, mm. Barq in Arabic means yep. lightning. So yes. we're talking about lightning <laughs> fast delivery services. Now, earlier this year, His Highness Sheikh Hamdan bin Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum, who is the Crown Prince of Dubai and the Chairman of the Dubai Executive Council and Chairman of the Board of Trustees, of the Dubai Future Foundation did launch the program to enable drone transportation and the program does seek to improve people's lives by reducing carbon emissions generated by traditional shipping and transportation methods and even facilitating the movement of goods and this way using drones it will contribute to positioning Dubai as one of the smartest cities in the world now obviously when we use a drone it is not gas or petrol powered mm -hmm. or diesel powered it is electric powered that means all we need is electricity that's why it is called bark ev bark electric vehicle now Elmas Roy, who is the technology investor in the UAE, has worked in Abu Dhabi Investment Council and El Mazun Investments. So we're looking at these entrepreneurs have a very good background when it does come to investments, to EVs and to e-commerce. So we might look at a implementation of ordering food or ordering groceries from an application and being flown to you by a drone imagine <laughs> like it's knocking on your door not even on your door on your balcony on your balcony window you name it and imagine omnia mm. the, the the one the one flying the drone the the pilot has like a microphone <laughs> arbab arbab your, your your food is out the balcony that'd be scary and like that a 4 a.m you know it, you hear, like you were used to the door knocking exactly and all of a sudden, or imagine contactless delivery through a drone. They just leave it over like, there on the <laughs> Right? <laughs> on your app. The sound Ding. effects, though. <laughs> your food has been delivered. <laughs> it's amazing, though, because when I think about it, not only is it going to take a load off of the congested roads right here in the heart mm. of, of Sharjah and the UAE in general, because we do know, you know, with Expo happening, 
things have definitely been a lot more crowded on the roads. So it's going to make food delivery services a lot faster. It's also going to help save the lives of many delivery drivers because believe it or not, a lot of delivery drivers get into accidents because some people on the road are just not patient enough to allow them to be on the road. So and many, it gets hot. It gets very get dehydrated. Hot in the and you know, exactly. wearing those uh, motorcycle suits, it does get a little bit, you know, uh, hot in there. It's and you know, extremely difficult. Extremely difficult. So hats off to the delivery drivers that make our lives easier and bring us food to our doorstep. But soon enough, we might mm-hmm. have a drone. 2022. 2022. I'm ready. I'm and very ready. It will break my heart, Omnia, seeing our favorite Talabad driver. Yes. No longer. <laughs> Ringing our doorbell, but it's Break My Heart by Dua Lipa. She hasn't been releasing music lately, has she? Uh, she's going through a breakup, if I'm not mistaken. No, someone <laughs> broke her heart. Check this out. Check this out. Oh, 95. Omnia Saleh. Yes. <laughs> Doctor is ready for you. Doctor? Yeah. Doctor Google? Doctor Google, yes. You know, why do we always fear going to the doctor? Why when we're mm. waiting in the waiting room and then all of a sudden the nurse comes up, <laughs> honey, please, and you she looks like at you. feel like it's going to be a death sentence. Like, That's me? Right? Yes. And then you're going out for like a simple checkup or like, like you're not sick or anything. True. You're like checking, and they're like checking your blood pressure and everything. They put that on your finger and they check your height. Like, what does my height have to do with me being tired? Right? It's so that if any medication is prescribed, it could, to you, it could lower that, my height. No. Or it could make me taller. Give me the medication <laughs> that makes me taller. Oh, I wish there was one. Right? Trust me, I wish. I think every human out there would love to take some. Yes, but ladies and gentlemen, Google has made a new search feature that will make it easier to find the right doctor so available. You, so you can stop asking Dr. Google. Yeah, so I can stop asking Dr. Do- Google, start, stop self diagnosing myself. Yep. I have had cancer eight times. <laughs> God forbid. Yeah. But yeah. I, uh, what else have I had? Uh, my toes should have been chopped off a long <laughs> time ago. Um, arthritis. Yeah. Oh, arthritis. Arthritis yeah. as well. What else have I had? I've had a lot of things, right? And according to Doctor. According Google. to Doctor Google. Yeah. But ladies and gentlemen, again, we do advise you. All jokes aside, we do advise you not. To self-diagnose yourselves as we from continue Google. to ask Google and diagnose yeah, yourselves. Yeah, because I, 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 you know, I, I, anything happens to me, I'll Google it. I feel like hey, you why can't am help I feeling it. tired today? <laughs> you know, you could be feeling tired by a respiratory disease. Oh, sh- it's happening. The big, the biggest one was during COVID. Oh yeah, during my, COVID. My throat is scratchy. Is it COVID? What yes. are the symptoms of COVID? <laughs> or yeah, if I sneeze, does that mean I have COVID nineteen? Right? Yeah. Today I woke up and my left eye was a little <laughs> bit wa- sloppier than it usually you know, is. You know what's funny? I came across one of the audios when we used to record from home Yeah. during uh, the lockdown times came up. And I and in one of the audios, I think you were saying, oh, my throat is scratchy. Is it COVID? I need to double check it's not COVID. And yeah. I, <laughs> I used to. I was a doctor back in the day. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to worry about that no more because Google search is now letting you find the right doctor near you. Now, as a part of efforts to expand the health information it does provide, Google has announced a new feature in the search that will allow doctors to list which languages they can speak 
at their offices. Yes, indeed. Now, this is a great feature and one that has actually already been previously implemented with many healthcare websites um, right here in the UAE. So one healthcare website uh, based right here in the UAE is Takalam, and they actually list down the languages that a certain psychologist or psychiatrist can speak so that when you go, you have an idea what language they'll speak. So this is going to be great because living in the United States or right here in the UAE, you come across many nationalities. Some of them may not even know how to speak English, which it has become the universal language that everyone just speaks through. So this way, before you visit a doctor, you can actually find out what languages they speak. And you can even come across specifically which doctors are close to you geographically. Now, Google also drew attention in the most recent update to the added features that they've done to address the different challenges that many patients face with the health system, which is what insurance networks does a specific hospital cover? Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, this is actually one of the toughest things to find out when going to any hospital. I remember being on the phone for many, many minutes, over 30 minutes sometimes, just trying to find out if my insurance is included within a certain hospital's network. And be having that easily accessible on Google, just finding it right by the hospital that you're going for, I think that's going to be making the world of a, di- a world of a difference for people, especially those that may have just changed their insurance recently. Yes. Now, only if you uh, I don't know if you've been through that time where whenever you with my insurance provider. Yeah. Used to give us a CD. Really? A CD. With all the hospitals? Yes, with all the hospitals that cover them. Nice. Right? So uh, we used to be like, I remember me and my dad and my mom, Put we look for drive. like, you know, what kind of hospital do would we want to go to, which yeah. was nearby us. Mm. But thankfully, you know, with the age of transformation with technology, everything is now done in an app. Every single medical provider or medical insurance provider mm. does have an app where you can Google or sorry, you can't Google. You can search. Now you can find it on Well, Google. now you can Google. So Google is making things a lot easier. And again, I like it because, you know, health is wealth. We always have to take care of our health. And inshallah, we're all in good health all the time. Ladies and gentlemen, health is very important. And remember, the second something isn't right, go and check it out because it could just change the end for a lot of things. Inshallah, all of you guys will be good in health. Your parents, your family, your brothers and sisters, all of your loved ones. But always remember, ladies and gentlemen, Never self-diagnose. We are taking yep. a short break. <laughs> but when we come back, we're talking at all about the most realistic humanoid robot that has ever been shown to the public. Check this out. Check this out. We're starting off Sunday very strong right here on Future Talk, talking about world records being broken and world firsts. Because this humanoid bot that we're talking about today is the world's most advanced and most realistic humanoid bot that you'll ever come across. And I must say, if an, if anyone is curious, you got to go ahead and check out what it looks like. I wish we had video <laughs> right here um, or we can show video through radio. But sadly, maybe we one can. day we could. Maybe you one know, like day a we hologram could. like pops out of your. Who knows? Radio. <laughs> I mean. This robot, it goes by the name Ameka, and I must say, it is creepy. He can, I would say he, but it, 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 it can show so many expressions in just a few seconds. Like a few seconds into the video, it may be portrayed over, I don't know, 40, 50 emotions all at once. Disgust, 
shock, amazement, happy, joy, joyful, sad, you name it. It was just able to move its face in such a huge speed that it really resembles what a human could possibly do. And also, its limbs are so versatile. It's like it's like looking at your body in the body of a, of a bot. It can move its shoulders, reverse it in both directions, move the arms. I don't know. I just, I really, really liked what I saw, but a lot of people were very afraid of Ameka the bot. Yes, now a UK-based company, Engineered Arts, has developed a humanoid robot that can display human-like expressions with ease. Now, in a short video which was released on YouTube, the company did show off its most advanced humanoid, which Omnia did tell you the name is dubbed Amika. Amika, which is initially a platform for testing robotic technologies. Now, with a lot of new developments happening in AI, machines are learning to not only do human tasks, but also go further beyond. Now, however, for humans and machines to work together more fluidly, machines do need to occupy the same space and humanoids are the best platforms to do this. Now, a lot of researchers have been working to make humanoids more interactive by teaching them nonverbal communication. And Amika is quite a milestone in this area. Now, Omnia did tell you guys that this uh, a, a humanoid was giving uh, human-like expressions. It looks and turns around like a human. It has eyes. It's pretty, you know, scary mm -hmm. to most people. <laughs> to me, it was a little bit weird. And, you know, I am a big fan of robots. But again, this robot so far is unable to walk. It can't walk just yet. Yeah. And its lower half is not functional at the moment. But its upper half of the body is fully functional. And, you know, the company has carried out research regarding this, but it hasn't transferred the learnings to the robot yet. However, walking, jumping, or even doing parkour isn't what Amika is aimed at. It is a builder's rightly call the future face of robotics. Now, Omni and I haven't talked, isn't the first time we've talked about crazy robots. Now, yep. we've talked about robots that can walk, jump, and do Spot. parkour. Yeah, and those robots are made for different things. We have different robots for different things. Maybe this robot is good for, you know, keeping humans company. Yeah, or even, you know, working in a in, in a business setting, you know, where you would need a robot to actually give you communicative skills or just display emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. You know, robots that are capable of doing crazy moves. Yes, they're amazing in a factory, in an industry. So that's basically what we've seen portrayed with Spot the Robot, for example, from Boston Dynamics. But with this robot, what engineering arts the company is aiming for is to basically create the future face of a robot. It's very intelligent emotionally, so it has great emotional intelligence. The upper half of the body is unbelievably functional. Out of every robot that you'll ever come across, this one will amaze you. I am sure of that. So if you have a couple of minutes on your hands, please go ahead and check out the robot Ameka. It's spelled A-M-E-C-A. Just a couple of seconds, you'll be amazed at how many expressions it can portray with its face and the movements that it can do with its arms. Because, you know, it's, it kind of scratches that stereotype that we've always built on robots. We've always looked at robots as they're so blunt and so, you know, like, uh, how can we say? They fit a specific mold. They're not yeah, functional. Yeah, fit a specific, you know, type of criteria that they always do the like same things. Like even the arm things. movements, we always yeah, can portray you do, you know how to do the robot down. Omnia? 
You don't know how to do the robot? I know, but... Not yeah, really. why are you getting shy, Omnia? I didn't even tell you to do it. I asked if yeah. you can do it. Because <laughs> I know this is going to be the next question. Yeah, well, How about you portray I can do it. I was okay. very good doing it. You know, I was like... Oh, my God. You know, that's how I used to do it back in the day. Back you know? in the day. Back in the day when Before I was in third grade, I was a dancer. <laughs> used to do break dance, the robot, the We've Macarena. <laughs> you know? So, ladies and gentlemen, you know, this is the future. This is the reality of the future. Humanoid robots... Will or humanoid bots will be a part of our future, working hand to hand, side by side, by humans. Are you ready to adapt to the change, mm. or is this something that scares you? Now, a lot of people were, you know, very scared and fearful of it because we do know the very well-known movie iRobot, and unfortunately, this robot does resemble the ones in iRobot. Yep. <laughs> so, Will Smith, we need you, sir. We need you to protect us just in case the robots go rogue. <laughs> I would love a robot like this to be working with me personally. Instead of me? No, with you. <laughs> with the both of us. I can do a robot voice. Oh, my God. Omnia. Oh, Lord. Welcome to Future Talk. We're saying he's realistic. He is realistic. So he wouldn't speak like that. Yeah. Or at least it, I wouldn't think so. I don't think he could speak like me, Omnia. No one, no one can speak like you. You won't be replaced. We're just saying having a third musketeer on the show. But let We're us ask know. him what his insight is. Oh, my God. I think God. it would be very biased. <laughs> Let us know your guys' thoughts, 4215, ladies and gentlemen. But this does conclude the beautiful Future Talk for today. But Pulse95 will stay on the air all day, every day. But we'll see you guys tomorrow. Same time, same place. Only here on Pulse95. 95. 95.